Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. This is uh, Dr. Trun Agrawal, better known as T-Bone, with the T-Bone Speaks podcast. And today, we are going to do part two of our episode with Dr. Heath Brantley uh, from Wendell, North Carolina. We initially sat down in the hopes of doing a single podcast episode, but our conversation uh, was so good that we ended up recording two uh, episodes and uh, now we're ready for part two. So be sure, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, uh, go ahead and download it and listen it, to it now. And then catch us on part two right now with Dr. Heath Brantley. Welcome to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal, where our goal is to change the way you practice dentistry by helping you achieve clinical, financial, and personal balance. Now, here's your host, T-Bone. So what kind of CE have you taken? Almost all of my CD has been very technologically oriented in general. Some of that has to do with being in close proximity to you, um, working for my... My kids and I appreciate that. Thank you. Right. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm sure you've appreciated yeah, it too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, it's been worth it or wouldn't keep coming. Right. You know, I just recently signed up for your one in June. My sedation class. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's kind of going to be my focus. I was shocked that you're not doing sedation, to be honest with you. Well, I'm doing it with someone else coming in and okay. doing IV. Okay. Um, but I will. And you'll still use that, by the right. way. Right, and I will. Um, there's there's very select patients mm-hmm. um, that we kind of queue up for that. Okay. Um, but there's a lot that I think could benefit from oral sedation that I'm kind of not currently giving them an option. Right. You know, it's a model. Which is, the, so, so sedation, by the way, right in your wheelhouse, Heath, because yes. it's, Number one, it meets your criteria of is it good for the patient? The answer is hell yes. Right. Okay, and then it's really in the criteria is it good for you? And the answer is oh god yes. Yeah. Because it takes away so much stress about how fast you got to work. Right. Like oh my god, my patient's awake and yeah. they're going to see me going to do two hygiene checks. Right. And at times when I take a 30, 40 minute break on patients. Yeah. Because I just need it. We know because I need it right. sometimes, right? Right. Like sometimes they're just hard cases. I need a break. Right. You know, they're just mentally challenging. Yeah. And um, all right, so so um. <clears throat> So a lot of your tech, a lot of your CE has been around the technology, mm-hmm. uh, how to advance your use mm-hmm. of the technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, so describe to me what are you doing with your your CERC machine? Because most people buy a CERC machine, they do crowds with mm-hmm. it. Right. Well, what are you doing with your CERC machine? Everything. So everything you've taught me to do. Besides, what what is that? Does it let tell our listeners right. what is that? So obviously you do the crowns. Crowns. That's easiest. To onlays, do. veneers, yes. all your restorations, yes. Yes. bridges. Yes. Okay, Maryland bridges. Yes. A lot. Okay. I provisionalize almost all of my front teeth with that. Okay, for your implants. While, while, yeah, but just for everything. Even they're figuring out long-term solution. Okay. Um, we do a Maryland bridge, and they hold up really well. 
Okay. What else do you do? Um, so my, all my implant planning pretty okay. much goes through the CEREC because that's okay. the way I Virtual do. planning? Yeah, right. yeah, digital wax ups. I plan the actual fixture itself okay. under the tooth. Um, I do all of my full mouth impressions with it. Okay. I've recently started doing partial impressions okay. with it. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, what about implant guides? I'm, I'm doing the CEREC guide too. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful about implant restorations? Yeah. Always. So I'm taking my um, impression on the day of surgery and I just leave it queued up for six weeks to get through the healing phase and then I go ahead, I trust it at this point that I just mill it and have it in their case band. And it works? It works. That's amazing. You know, I tell I tell so many Sarah owners and home beam owners is, you know, they say, what should I do? What CD? I'm like, listen, just take CD around this technology. Mm-hmm. You know, learn how to do restorations at a high level. Mm-hmm. Learn how to do orthodontics with your machine. Mm-hmm. Learn how to do implantology with your machine. Learn how to do sleep with your machine. Right. Right. You know, this the technology at the end of the day is it's a platform for practice growth. Mm-hmm. Is really what CEREC is. Mm-hmm. I can't speak to all CAD CAM machines, right. but CEREC is certainly that. At least that's been my experience. Yeah, it touches every phase of yeah. dentistry. And it continuously point. grows. Right. I mean, just think from when you. So five years ago is your first experience with CEREC. Right. It's very different today in terms of what it can do right. from five years ago. Yeah, even when I purchased, CEREC Ortho was coming out and right. all of that stuff. And, and just the. Ability. And sleep didn't exist at right. that time. Exactly. You know? It's just rapidly. Yeah, when you purchased, CEREC Guide 2 probably didn't exist either. It was, it was just about out. to come out. Like right. if I'd waited a couple months, I probably would have gotten something better with my right. purchase. So it's amazing. Right. Isn't it? But yeah. all of these things are just software upgrades. Right. But it's not like you change hardware, is mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. You know, it's amazing. It is. What's your number one challenge? What questions you got for me? Um, so let's talk about challenges real quick. So I would say the first thing is um, just believing in yourself. Because okay. you'll, as a practice owner, you'll make a decision for a direction to take mm-hmm. the practice. And inevitably you'll hit a bump in the road. And uh, it'll, question, it'll make you question yourself. Is this right for the practice? Is it not? Did I make a horrible mistake? Uh, my advice to that challenge would be just sleep on it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just you know, just don't overreact. If you believe in it, then you'll probably believe in it tomorrow. Just keep going forward with it, right? Because not it's not easy, right? Mm-hmm. You can't do a single thing in your office that's 100% predictable every time. So when you get technology, I hear people say, "Well, I thought Sarah was right for me," but and then they find some reason it's not, and it's because. Their first Sarek crown was harder than something they've done a thousand times the other way. It was. Right? And so that's normal. Your first crown was probably even harder than the Sarek crown was because you never prepped one before. You know, it's interesting you say that uh, and trust your vision Mm -hmm. things. I I want to share a story with you and the listeners. Um, Mm -hmm. I think sometimes one of the mistakes that we make is we listen to the people around us too much. Mm And it's okay and, and it's prudent to listen to those around us who have been there and done that or in the same position that we're in. Mm-hmm. But too many times we're listening to our team members who are around us mm-hmm. who are socioeconomically different, who by definition are averse to owning a business and running a small business. Mm-hmm. Um, and we listen to them too much. Mm-hmm. And I believe in building the practice around you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's so important. And the, the example I wanted to give was... Um, and it's non-dental related. My father-in-law bought a house on the water in Florida mm-hmm. and back in 2001, 2000, 2001. Mm-hmm. And at that time, there was a small house next to him that was available for $300,000. Mm-hmm. And when he was there with his team members, he said, should I go ahead and buy that too? 
And they're like, no, that's a waste of money. You shouldn't do that. Uh-huh. And that lot today is worth $3 million, wow. right? Uh-huh. And, he, and, and, and he always said to me, he said, the, the mistake I made was, it's not that I, I don't need to listen to those around me, but I need to keep in mind the, the mindset of those around you. Right. So if you're around very conservative people uh-huh. and very afraid people, then you need to stick to your guns a little bit more if you uh-huh. really believe that it's the right, right. decision to make. That's kind of along your lines there. Right. Yeah, and I would say, I'll just take another step further in your practice. If you commit fully to whatever change you're doing, the team normally gets behind you and pushes. If you're a little Especially wishy- if you're convicted. Right, yeah. If you're wishy-washy and, they, and you go back and forth and you make a bunch of exceptions about the technology, I use it here and not here, that gives the, uh, the team an out. Right. And then they'll find a way to... People will go to the path of least resistance. Right. Exceptions break systems. They do. You know, I call it being firm in principle, flexible in procedure. Mm-hmm. My principle is we're digital practice. Right. Okay? Now, uh, we can decide to take 10 minutes to do it. We can decide to take 5 minutes mm-hmm. to do it. And mm-hmm. there are times when we don't do it. But we set up everything with the, in- except the, the intention of doing it this way. And that's the goal. And that's the goal, right? Yeah. And, and so far, 98% of the time, that's how we do it. What are some other challenges you could talk to us about? What's, what's on your mind right now? What's holding you back? Um, I think right now I'm not finding enough time to spend like spend time developing vision. Like okay. I'm very good about in dental school you think what's your practice gonna be like, where where am I gonna be at? And you kinda have an idea right along where you wanna be. Um, my problem right now is I've kind of obtained a lot of the things within my vision. Like my vision was a little too narrow or well, it was based on what you thought you were right. at the time. So where I'm at right now is trying to buy some time back mm-hmm. so that I can actually step back and think about what does the next five years look like? What is the next 10, even 20, 30? But I, typically I'm a medium term, term goal kind mm-hmm. of person. Um, long term, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't thought about that that much. But you need to start thinking about your right, long term right. a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, um, on that line, so... Um, uh, I break goal planning into mm-hmm. outcome-based, mm-hmm. okay, not necessarily goals, mm-hmm. but what I want as the outcome. And I think your short-term goals should always be about survival and economics. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, that takes up 80% of all your thoughts, mm-hmm. is about what does it take to survive. We have medium-term goals, which are about, all about creating diversity and flexibility mm-hmm. in our lives so we can make choices mm-hmm. that allow us to achieve big goals. Uh, and in the beginning, that's about 10% of our life. And then we have our long-term goals, which is all about freedom, mm-hmm. which is all about satisfaction and freedom, right? right? And that in the beginning should be 10%. Right. And see, I think the biggest thing, and I think this is where you're at, Heath, is you've got to make it now to where, or you're probably at this point now where the survival part of it is, should only take up 25% of your life. In other words, survival should be pretty clockwork now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Show up. And then what you right. should do is you should take that remaining 66% and start mm-hmm. dividing it into more medium-term mm-hmm. goals and where I think I want to be. Mm-hmm. And then start putting a little bit towards your long-term thinking. Mm-hmm. And as you have that mindset, as those things that are medium-term right now will become short-term goals mm-hmm. because survival becomes easy. Because mm-hmm. what I've seen about you is personally, you live pretty frugally. Mm-hmm. You're not spending a lot of money on your personal life. You're not buying big fancy houses. You're not you know, doing all of these things because you keep reinvesting in yourself, mm-hmm. uh, which I believe is the number one thing you can invest in. So just always think about that. And remember that you're the average of the five people you hang out with. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so always, you know, be the dumbest person in the room. That's mm-hmm. the best way yep. to get better. Mm-hmm. And um, just start focusing on some of those freedom and flexibility goals, and mm-hmm. you'll get farther. Um, you're you're suffering from working in your practice disease versus working on your practice mm-hmm. disease. And I know one of the steps you've taken mm-hmm. uh, to deal with that is bringing in an associate. Mm-hmm. Did you think you'd be this close to an associate already three no, years no, 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 no. in? Three years ago, uh, no. I didn't even know that I would have an associate. Ever? Ever. Like, I just, you know, I'll maybe get super busy 10 years from now or something. But I'm at the point now where, you know, I, I have to deflect and send the patient somewhere else, either on my schedule four weeks later or to send them to an associate or have to refer because I just can't get it done. So what made you want to get an associate? I think some freedom, getting some of that time back to step back and uh, reevaluate my goals and, and what I'm doing. Um, is it is it going to be life in the dental chair always or is it is there life outside of the dental chair? Um, is there career stuff outside of the dental chair? But still within dentistry. But within dentistry because mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to do. Right. Yeah. Because I know one of the things you want to do is you want to speak more, you want to do more training, yep. you want to do a lot of those things, and mm-hmm. having to be tied to the chair four and a half days a week isn't conducive yeah. to that. Yeah, can't really do Or that. having a life. Right, true. You know. Yeah, so that's that's where I'm at right now. So talk us through the associate process. Sure. So What was your fear going into looking for an associate? Well, is there enough work to go around? You yeah. always worry about that. Um, we're busy, but is it just busy for me? Is it busy enough to support two people? Um, so that was probably the biggest thing. Um, but then I started to realize that when there are gaps in the schedule, all of a sudden there's, there are things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I mean by that is I was so busy that I was never able to really do same-day treatment on people because right. we're slammed. Um, however, every day we have emergencies walk in and they're willing to pay to get their crown. Sure, they're, they're not, not, not just willing done. to pay, they're preferring to get it right. done today. Right. I mean, most people take a half day off work right. just to get something exactly. evaluated. Yep. They go in with the mindset, no matter what you tell them on the phone, mm-hmm. they go in with the mindset that right. I'd like to get it done today. So what I'll tell you is, um, before I committed to an associate like full time, mm-hmm. I experimented first, right? Okay. I used the office as a laboratory. Right. So what I did was I paid random temps to come in. Temps that I knew, but right. I basically paid you. them to do stuff I didn't want to do. Right. So, hey, I'm, and then those uh, emergencies would come in, who, let's say they did need a root canal crown. Then they'd move. And then I, I deflected my filling to them for that hour. Right. And, and then I did my root canal crown. And what I found is almost every time I did that, somehow a crown or two fell into my schedule. It's amazing. Every day. And so it was well worth paying a temp just to show up and check hygiene when, yeah. and, and that happened almost every time. Like we would, go 30-40% over daily's goal mm-hmm. just having another set of dentist hands to check hygiene and not interrupt me or do a filling and so I could get to the yeah. You know what you just experienced? What? It's what I call the cost of opportunity. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, is is I, I, I tell my associate Dr. Levy when we were bringing on another associate, right. I said to him, I said, your goal is to be 75% booked. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me like I was nuts. Right. And I go, because if you book at 75%, that last 25% will book at the best rates possible. Yes. It's kind of like an airplane, correct? Yeah. You know, they book up to so much and then they start raising their prices on the rest. Mm-hmm. And in our dentistry, we can't raise our fees necessarily, yeah. but what happens is instead of putting fillings in there, we put root canals, we put crowns, we put implants, we put rocks in there, yeah. correct? Yeah. And so what you experience is the same thing I experienced with, uh, with yeah. uh, associates is yeah. that suddenly I had time to develop a different part of my practice right. 
that produced even more right. for the practice. Yes. So I did that a full 10, 12 times where I just okay. hired random temps to come in and do that. And again, we were going 30, 40% over goal every time I did that because I had the freedom now. Right. And so I was like, well, this associate should, it may be about more than just, am I booked out X number of weeks? Right. Is my schedule going to get watered down? In other words, you're hindering your growth yes. from a capacity issue. Yes. And so once I kind of trusted that, because I tested it, and that's relatively cheap. Pay a dentist 10 yeah, times. Six, seven hundred bucks. Right? You're not committed to them. You know, yeah. you're not making them leave a job. It's like going on dates. Yes. And then they go on with their life, and you say, well, associateship wasn't for me. I can't right. handle it. Or I really like that. Right. And then so now I'm at that point where I have a full-time associate. And you didn't expect that? Not three years out. No. Three years into my practice, I should right. say. Yeah. And you didn't expect even to have an associate full-time. You would think that maybe part I do time. part-time. Yeah, because I told you a year ago, hey, how do we... We talked about this yeah, a year ago. Part-time. I... You told me just do full. And I said, I can't do it. What if my schedule gets watered down? And what did I tell you? You said, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. And I didn't. Yeah. Like, I tested it. But in my, and my way to do it. Everybody has to go through their own right. process, right? right? Because if you had done it just what I said and it didn't work... It'd be your fault. It'd be my fault, right? I learned that about patient care, too, yeah, right? So... It's, you know, yeah. yeah, exactly. When you tell somebody to somebody choice, do something. your problem. And then when they choose to do it, it's not me talking to you. Really. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Heath, you're awesome. I don't know. What would, what would you tell, uh, what would you be your number one advice to young dentists, older dentists, whatever it is out there? What would you tell them is your number one advice to your key to success? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, podcast family. T-Bone here to talk about the 3D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom, but actually performing surgeries on real patients right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence-boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career just like it did for me. So, are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com, check out our upcoming sessions, and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now let's get back to this week's episode. I think vision, and just in general, like people don't, I don't think, spend enough time thinking about where they want to go. They just kind of make snap decisions. They're very kind of distracted by whatever in their life. Um, so just take time, whether it's quarterly or mm -hmm. yearly, to like review yourself. You know, there's different programs out there that will um, kind of rate you, so to speak. You get different people to uh, kind of rank you in different categories. And I think they call it 360 review or something like that. But you can do it 
just by yourself too, or your spouse or whoever, and just really think, where do I want to go? And is what I'm doing this past year getting me there? Right. And just, you know, you don't have to get there all at once, step by step, you know, and you'll get, you'll eventually get there, but you have to evaluate where you're going. Otherwise you'll get lost. I'll add a caveat to that. Mm -hmm. I think uh, the biggest, I think, I think almost everybody has a vision. Mm-hmm. Where they had a vision. Right. I think the biggest challenge is people don't reevaluate the vision mm-hmm. based on current life circumstances or current trajectory. Mm-hmm. Imagine if your vision, you stuck to what you believed three years ago. Mm-hmm. Like you'd be where you believed you'd be mm-hmm. because you never reevaluated along the way. Right. And, and you know, the second caveat I would say to that is um, when people do their annual planning. Mm-hmm. or their goal setting for the year. Most people end up doing that in January. And quite frankly, it's too late. Right. Mm-hmm. I do my annual planning for 2019 in August. Mm-hmm. And what I'll do towards the middle to end of August, and when it's a slower time at the office, mm-hmm. is I'll look at what were my goals for 2018, mm-hmm. where am I on track for those, and what do I have to do in the last quarter to set myself up to hit the ground running yeah. in 2019. Yeah. Because by the time you plan in January, it's really March or April before you kind of implement mm-hmm. some of those things. And yeah. Before you know it, half the year is gone, right. life gets in the way. Yeah. Uh, so it's about timing as well yeah. of when you do yeah. these things. Yeah. Being intentional, right? Like well, you know 2019 is coming. So no, it's, for it. it's coming the same time every right. year. Right. 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 Exactly. You yeah. know, think about it. We're almost halfway through the year now. I can't believe it. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I. I'm going to be hitting next year. 2019 will be 20 years out of dental school. Wow. Can't believe it, huh? No, I can't. I still think of myself as a youngish dentist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 20 years out of dental school. That's a long time. That's a long time. Yeah. I can't believe I'm still in it. No. I can't believe I haven't lost my license yet. Right. Well, you're doing smart things to take care of you know, your body and your mind. <laughs> no. no I'm hardly it. taking care of my body. Your spine. Yeah, that's like, true. You're not working. You're not chained to the chair five days a week. No, I'm not. And you're I economically can't. free enough to yeah. step back to three days. Like you know, you're and I, I want to address that a little yeah. bit. Um, yeah. I, I'm not. I, I'm not economically free. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm economically flexible. Okay, and there's a significant difference between economic flexibility and economic freedom. Mm-hmm. Economic freedom means I don't have to work. Economic flexibility means I can choose how I work. And when. And when, right? right? Mm -hmm. But I have to work, okay? And I think too often we're chasing this economic freedom Mm -hmm. or life freedom. And I don't think that really exists, to be quite honest with you. I mean, for for a few, chosen few, Okay, for a lucky few, for an intentional few Mm -hmm. who make millions and millions of dollars in doing something, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe freedom exists. Mm -hmm. But I'm very happy with economic flexibility Mm -hmm. because it allows me to choose that maybe I don't want to work 10 weeks less this year, or maybe I want to work a lot this year, or maybe I want to do free dentistry, or maybe, Mm -hmm. you know what, I want to take a week off every month, or maybe I want to do this type of dentistry and I'm willing to go through the pain. Um, like I was sharing with you that we're, we're up to doing like a hybrid, two hybrids a month now. Mm-hmm. And part of that is the intention mm-hmm. of what it takes to get there, right? Mm-hmm. It means I have to have time on my schedule to actually do that. Right. So I block yeah. out the time on my schedule. Right. And that economic flexibility that I have allows me to make those right. choices. And it all kind of snowballs. 
It does. Right. It's, it's like you were saying about this flywheel concept, right? right? Or right. the wheel concept. Yeah. When you first push on this wheel, it's hard, but mm -hmm. once you get a little bit of momentum, it right. just takes a little push here right. and there right. to get there. Yeah. I really enjoyed that conversation. I appreciate today. the distinction because yeah. we do throw the word freedom out a lot. Yeah, freedom does. I, right. Freedom's hard. Mm -hmm. Flexibility is. It's a, there's, it's a minor distinction. Yeah. And that's attainable. Flexibility is not. It's yeah. not that it's attainable. Yeah. It's a must. Right. Mm -hmm. We all. Listen, yeah. I see too many dentists in their 50s and 60s yeah. that have no flexibility. That's dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous. For a lot of reasons, right? Yeah. You know, and I was fortunate for me that I knew flexibility was a must for me because of we have rheumatoid arthritis in our family. We have so many things in our family that I know that my hands five or 10 years from now won't be what they are today or what okay. they were five years ago. So I had to make distinct decisions, mm -hmm. you know, and, and quite frankly, all of us, we don't know what tomorrow holds. Right. You know, yeah. we, we don't know a lot of those yeah. things. So. Everybody would benefit from flexibility. Or planning for it. Planning for it, at least. Yeah. So I got a couple of questions. Absolutely, what um, you got for me? So, first one being CE, what are you taking this year? It's a good question. So um, I moved from a, my new phrase I'm coining mm -hmm. is I've gone from worrying about my ROI to focusing on my SOI. Mm -hmm. What do you think that means? So, something. No, no, no. So, the SOI means yeah. sleep, ortho, and implants. Oh, okay. Okay, so I think the yeah. real ROI in a practice is focusing on the SOI. Okay. Uh, so, so, I'm focused on how we grow our sleep business, mm -hmm. how we grow our ortho business, and how we grow our implant business. Mm -hmm. And the first thing I've done in each of those categories, besides taking initial training for myself and my team, is I've assigned an individual champion mm -hmm. of each of those business units okay. in our practice. Okay. So Liz is my sleep champion, mm -hmm. Meredith will be our ortho champion, our Invisalign champion in our case, and uh, Whitney, my main chairside assistant, is our implant champion. Right. And so that that's everything I'm doing is focused around SOI. Mm -hmm. So right now for me, uh, the big thing is the ortho component. Mm -hmm. And I don't even do the ortho, mm -hmm. but I have to drive it for our practice. <laughs> So we're focused on what does it take to do more Invisalign cases. And I know dentistry is down on Invisalign, or many dentists are down on Invisalign because of Smile Direct Club or some of the rules they've implemented. But I look at Invisalign as a $22 billion company, the most valuable company in dentistry. Mm -hmm. Did you realize that? No, I did not. $22 billion. That's Invisalign nice. is the value of Densply Serona and Henry Schein combined. Wow. Oh, no idea. Right. So why would I not want to partner with a company like that? And it'll be around. That a it'll be yeah. around, or they're driving consumerism. Yeah. Okay. And direct uh, consumer marketing has been huge for them. Even if it, like I, like even when Clear Choice markets, yeah. that helps me. Yeah. Right. When yeah. I market, it helps you. Yeah. Right. right. When you market, it helps me. You right. know, it, it's it's all of Industry that. Industry as a whole. Absolutely. Yeah. So I want to partner with a company like that. Okay. Awesome. So so my focus is SOI on the CE that we're taking. Mm -hmm. And right. then um, uh, sedation, I want to do IV sedation this year. So uh, we'll, but I'm not, that won't happen this year. That, okay. That's going to be intentional for 2019. Okay. But I'm going to register this year for next year. So yeah, I don't have it. If we don't schedule it, it's not okay. going to happen. Cool. Awesome. That's good. Um, I was going to say, so this is a personal question for me. Um, you know. You do some speaking, you do some lecturing, you have your own center for teaching dentists, how right. to use CERAC and things. Um, you also are a practice owner, you're also a dentist mm -hmm. um, in the practice. So 
you have multiple income streams. Right. So how do you manage, um, you manage that in your own practice checking, different yeah, checking? It's, so it's a convoluted answer. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, number one, there has to be good accounting systems mm -hmm. out there to do it. Um, so let, let me kind of go through that, okay? So one thing I try to do, and this is for me personally, because this is how my brain thinks, is every income source I have has its own checking account. Okay, now whether it's its own LLC, whether it all runs with a practice on a tax report wise, mm -hmm. that's one thing. Mm -hmm. But for me, my speaking income goes into its one bank account. Yeah. My training income, my 3D dentist income goes into its own bank account. Mm -hmm. My practice income goes into its own bank account. Okay, okay so everything there, and then my non-dental income goes into its own bank account. Okay, mm -hmm. And then what the other thing I've done differently than most in my practice is my practice has I don't know the exact number, three or four bank accounts now. Mm -hmm. We have one where every expense goes out. Mm -hmm. That's all that account is for. It's all for expenses. We run a budget. Mm -hmm. So every every month, I'll just use fake numbers, my budget's 100 grand. Mm -hmm. So every first of the month, I'll put 100 grand in that account and it needs to, it needs to, mm -hmm. it needs to last the entire month, correct? Mm -hmm. And then all my income comes into one bank account mm -hmm. for patient income. Mm -hmm. All my insurance money goes into another account. And then all my, in my case, medical insurance will go into another account. Uh, so this way I can keep track of how the money's coming in, allocate it out, sure. and go it's that way. It's easier for running reports to Absolutely. figuring out what's medical, what's not. And it also allows right. us to um, keep track of the team to make sure there's no funny business going mm -hmm. on, that our numbers match EagleSoft, in our case, EagleSoft, mm -hmm. or whatever practice management mm -hmm. system people are using. Uh, so that way we can kind of keep track of everything and uh, we know where the money, otherwise, Otherwise, at some point, it becomes convoluted. There's just so many transactions mm -hmm. going on sure. that it was difficult for me to keep up with. Right, right. And lastly, um, so when you're not with family and you're not <laughs> doing business endeavors, because I know that's fun for you, practice is fun. Mm -hmm. um, what, do you, what do you do outside of business, practice, and family for yourself that's fun? Right now, it's sleep. Mm -hmm. um, you you know, rest? I rest, you okay. know. Um, I'm working six, six and a half days a week right now. Mm -hmm. um, it's a sad answer, Heath. Mm -hmm. It's rest. Yeah. You know, my golf game has gone to shit. Yeah. I've gone from playing 60 to 70 rounds a year to playing eight to 10 rounds a year. Mm -hmm. um, I take more time off, luckily. My, my wife forces me to. Yeah. Uh, we bought a beach house last year, okay. so we go down there a little bit more often. Okay. Um, and a lot of those things are out of necessity, as sad as that is, mm -hmm. uh, because I need something quick and easy to get away from. Yeah. I find that when I stay in the house, I end up going to the office. Um, I end up, you know, doing things like the podcast. You know, right. I end up thinking about work, and I've come to a point or realization or being forced to where I literally have to leave for me yeah. to, for me to turn off. Turn off, right there. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to start scheduling for golf. Start getting it on twenty nineteen. Well, that's why I have a golf simulator. Oh, you got your golf simulator. <laughs> so that's my replacement yeah. for golf, yeah, right? Yeah, take good. So okay. um, is that? But that's not good to play here, right? Yeah, get so, out, talk to some people. I do. Not I even Dennis. You just talk to anybody. Yeah, I need to. Mm -hmm. It's an area of my life that's struggling yeah. right now. Yeah, is my um my personal social life, my professional social life, um. You know, those areas in my life are struggling. Mm -hmm. well, you'll figure it out. We, we always find a way. We Listen, life is like this. You have too much personal time, and then you have way not enough, and right. then you go to this. Yeah. We have, we're one, I'm an extremes person. Mm -hmm. 
You know, it's it's Not one it's what is it's it's hard to find that balance, and, right. and I've never found balance. It's where your you know. scheduling is going to help, right? You know, uh, yeah. I, we it's have one a day a week. System. I'm going to do this golf. Do this. It's interesting. You had asked me about why I'm skipping from three days. Why I'm skipping yeah. two and a half. Why I'm going from three to two days and skipping right. the two right. and a half. And my answer was, if I go to the office, mm -hmm. I'll get stuck there the whole day. Right. I won't be able Not to leave. Really. I won't choose to leave. Mm -hmm. So I've literally got to. Uh, and my team, even now, they tell me like this year day off, do not come in. Right. Yeah. And it's hard. Yeah. Well, how do you figure it out? Heath, you got a good head start, my friend. Thanks. You're going to do some amazing things. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, amazing things. So if you are a Solea owner and um, you're looking to buy a laser, I think you should choose Heath Brantley as your trainer. Yeah. Whether it's close or not Appreciate close. I, well, no, I think there's a couple yeah. of there's a couple of reasons why. I, I want to say why. Number one, you know what the hell you're doing. Uh, you have a great head on your shoulders. And you're you're living your practice is it. I mean, you're you're practicing what you preach, and that's I take pride in that with what I do, uh, and I think more and more of dentistry needs to take pride in that. We as dental consumers, which we which you are, which I am, when I choose to take CE, when I choose to learn, I, I should hold my educators up to a standard that they're doing what what they say they're doing, or they're teaching me what I'm actually doing in my practice. So. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by, man. Thanks so much for listening to T Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal. Remember to keep striving for excellence, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, podcast family. T Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode.